Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. I am here with Emma Woo! and Sarah. Hello. And today for December 22nd, we are talking about the 1961 Christmas? Christmas? Mark? Babes in Toyland. Yeah. The um, movie. <laughs> <laughs> so when we searched christmas movies this movie kept coming up and i remember watching this as a kid um and loving it i had a little toy like when i was a baby that i would carry around it was like a like a wind-up thing that would play music um you know the 80s before everything was just like press of a button and it plays some magic shit you had to like actually crank it to play it and it would play the theme to babes in toyland and i loved it i carried that thing with me everywhere i still have it um so i remember this movie kind of i remember the song i remember the kind of general like look of the film um but i don't didn't remember any of the plot so because the internet claimed that this was a christmas movie and i kind of remembered it we were like fuck it let's watch it and we're trying to watch some of these old ones we've been watching a lot and lot a lot of new movies so we're trying to sh- you know go back and kind of watch some of these classics. classics um for lack of a better word i guess they're not they shouldn't be classics um <laughs> but <laughs> movies that everyone has kind of just pushed into being like a christmas classic movies so babes in toyland is one of them who the fuck knows why Okay. <laughs> Who knows? This movie had very little to do with Christmas. Can we just say that it's literally the last 30 seconds of the film? Yeah. Well, it's and potentially it's, Christmas related. Well, a bit, bit the but, stuff with the toy maker like yes, that's is implied that he is Santa. But, but I make a lot of noises, all for the fact of meh. meh. Yeah. It, he it mentions not getting to Christmas. It's like he's not going to have enough stuff by Christmas, but it's October. Yeah. So that's that gives you the, the adjacency. Like, it's Christmas adjacent. Yeah. But they don't, they don't really push the Christmas idea in this film. Uh, yeah. This is less of a Christmas movie than like batman returns and die hard and die hard sure (laughs) this is like okay being a person who only last year came into the die hard is a christmas thing um die hard is fully a christmas movie yes so yes you shouldn't be listening to our podcast because we all will fight you out here you can fuck off you can fuck off right now, but you should also still keep listening because we appreciate the Yes, listeners. we 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 want our listenership, but we don't like you. Yeah. I could go for a scrap. I could have a scrap. I'd have a scrap. <laughs> <laughs> so um I'm gonna try and take you guys through this um we'll call it a plot, but it wasn't. It the who even understands what the fuck was happening in this movie? So, yeah, I understood the part that I watched before I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what the sad part is? I fell asleep during like the most climactic part where they're having like the toy fight. Oh, yeah. I was just I was out. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So this movie starts 
Um, like a lot of old Disney movies used to start as like a book. They would show a book on the screen and then they would open up the book and you kind of jump into the story. Um, rather than being a book, this movie musical is done as a stage play. So we see a curtain and we see a goose come out and the goose is talking to us about this story about, uh, Mary, uh, Mary Quite Contrary and Tom Piper. And then Mother Goose comes out and continues telling the story. And eventually the curtain opens and we are brought into the stage play that is Babes in Toyland. Um, this world that we're in is basically like fairy tale world. All of the characters that we meet are something from a nursery rhyme or... I guess kind of fairy tales, but it's mostly nursery rhymes. There's it's mostly like, nursery rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. There's like uh, a little girl. Um, there's Bo Peep. Bo Peep who's taking care of sheep. There's all like little boy blue and all these different little like nursery rhyme characters that are all woven throughout this uh, movie, but they were all presented to them or presented with them in this opening sequence in the town. And it opens up and we're learning about the love story of Mary and Tom. We find out that Mary and Tom are engaged to be married and they're going to get married on Christmas. Like that's and they've main... never They've never even kissed. <gasps> no, they haven't. Because it's 1961. Yes. And they're all prim and proper. Prim and proper and scandal and all that. Right. So... <laughs> so all of the kids that she watches uh she kind of like works at an orphanage or like takes care of all these little kids that are just freelancing well, cause, around because if you think about how many nursery rhymes have like a kid as the central figure and they're still parents yeah like, but there's a whole bunch of adults in this town you're right but bo peep doesn't you don't talk about bo peep and her sheep and her mom yeah it's weird <laughs> So, so there's like a song and dance sequence, which is beautiful. Like the music in this movie is absolutely beautiful. The costuming in this movie is absolutely beautiful. The set design in this movie is absolutely beautiful. The plot makes no sense. So it's a, it was an operetta. So like there's, I don't know, anytime I listen to an opera, it's like a very loose plot and yeah. it's more to do with the music and the people like in the dancing and less about like the story is not as important <laughs> we're here for to hear some pretty music yeah that's just <laughs> not my jam no nope. was not my jam yeah so after we learn about the love of mary and tom we also find out that there is a miser uh the villainous barnaby who all he wants in life is to get married to Mary. He's very um, Gaston, if you will. Mm-hmm. Except well, yeah, he's built like Snidely Whiplash. He's slimy, like yeah. he's the know. he's the the Snidely. Like I'm gonna twirl my mustache as I tie you to the railroad tracks. Yeah, totally. Uh, he reminds <laughs> me a lot. Like I said this before we started recording but he his voice reminds me of um radigan vincent price as radigan from the great mouse detective mm-hmm. the only difference is that he's not jacked like this is just like a skinny twig of a dude and he's very <laughs> villainous very like ha, 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 i'm gonna get you um it's fucking weird anyways 
Barnaby really wants to get married to Mary. So he hires two crooks who are complete idiots um, to, of course. to capture Tom and throw him in the sea. And they agree because he's like, hey, fuck it. Let's get let's get paid. Barnaby's going to pay us. Let's do it. So they go and do that. And while they're on their way to the ocean to get rid of Tom's body or to kill him essentially they come across a sign and find out that if they turn the other way it will take them to the gypsies which i apologize for using the term gypsy. Mm-hmm. right the, the romani people the romani people <laughs> yes it just literally says gypsies in this film because it was 1961 and bad decisions were made okay so <laughs> there's a lot of horrible gypsy stereotypes typing in this film as well i am sorry to all the romani people for everything that i am talking about right now (laughs) so the smarter of the two crooks is like you know what we could do we could sell tom to the gypsies and the gypsies would pay us and then we'd get paid twice for tom barnaby paid us for getting rid of him and the gypsies would pay us to keep him as like a worker or whatever. And he finally gets the dumber of the two of them to understand. And they're like, okay, cool. That's what we'll do. So they head off to the gypsies and question mark, sell him. We don't really know what happens. And then they come back to the village and they find Mary and they're like, Hey, um, we were just on a ship. And we saw another ship start to sink and the guy on it died. And she's like, okay, cool. Why are you telling me this story? Like, I don't give a fuck. And like, oh, the guy that was on the ship that died, that was Tom Piper. Like the guy that you were going to marry. So she's just fucking heartbroken. All while this is happening, Barnaby has like multiple layers to his fucking plan. And he's like, okay, now it's time for the sheep. And he tells the crooks to go leave and take care of the sheep. So he rolls up on Mary and is like, so look, I know that you're devastated. Your dude Tom is dead, but like, I'm rich. I could take care of you, baby. Like, it'd be all right. Come marry me. And you'd never have to want for anything. Like, you'd be cool. We'd be financially stable. And she's like, no, dude, gross. Ew. Ew. I don't want you. Um, I, my my fiance just died. Go fuck yourself. And <laughs> as long as we have the sheep, you know, Bo Peep's sheep, we can we'll be fine. make money and we'll be okay. Like us, me and all the kids, we will be fine as long as we have the sheep. And then the kids come running and she's like, the kids are like, help, help. I've lost my sheep. I've lost my sheep. Like, what are we going to do? We have no money. So they sing a oh, whole well. sequence about it. And then later that night, the kids go to bed and Mary is singing this really sad song about like, fuck, now what am I going to do? These I can't let these kids like starve. We need money. We have to be able to survive. So she sneaks out of the house and everyone awakes the next morning to the town bell going off and the whole town being informed of this meeting in the middle of town square. So they go to town square and Barnaby has an announcement. Guess what? He's getting married. To who? 
to fucking marry. They're crying her eyes out, pissed off that she like has to get married to Barnaby because this is basically the only way to take care of the kids. She is just devastated. So Barnaby has finally gotten his way. Hooray. Now we find out that um, somebody in the town has hired the gypsies to come and dance for this engagement announcement. Barnaby does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Barnaby's like, I have this wonderful present for you, my dear. Yes, I I have (laughs) this wonderful present. So the the gypsies come and they're going to do this beautiful like song and dance routine, which is incredibly stereotyped and awful. Um, But (laughs) the two idiots are like, uh wait a Fuck. minute like the gypsies <laughs> like 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 the ones that we just sold her old fiance to yep Fuck. and they try to like kind of sneak away but you know everything is too busy and incredible in this town square because the gypsies are doing their incredible dancing and singing and everything so this gypsy comes out um dressed in a costume of like an old woman and she's telling everyone's fate and she tells mary's fate like you're gonna be happy you're gonna be married you're gonna you know all these great things are gonna happen to you and she tells barnaby like your life is gonna suck because you're a cheater and a bitch basically (laughs) and she goes back to the middle of the town square and she rips off her costume and guess what it's tom yay he was alive so now Mary and Tom are reunited. She's like, fuck you, Barnaby. I'm out. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, so the kids, while this is ha- like after this is happening, they only stayed for the part where Mary announced or Barnaby announced that he's gonna get married to Mary. And the kids are like, oh no, we can't have that. We cannot let her be miserable forever. We have to go find these sheep. And the sheep have wandered into what the forest of lo- forest of no, of no return, return. Yep. so the kids go into the forest of no return looking for bo peep's lost sheep now after tom and mary are reunited they start looking for the kids and someone tells them oh they went to look for the sheep they're in the forest of no return the forest of no return no yeah <laughs> and everyone freaks out it's funny <laughs> so they go to the like that whole scene cracked me up <laughs> and the kids are currently trapped in a clearing by a bunch of anthropomorphic trees uh, nightmare fuel is what they are yeah nightmare fuel this is worse than the trees from wizard of oz like oh 100 absolutely (laughs) so the kids are kind of trapped and they um are freaking out and then mary and tom pop up on them and they're like hey it's it's okay it's okay like we'll be fine it's okay let's it's late let's you know we'll lay down we'll go to sleep and when we wake up in the morning we'll get up and we'll go back to town and it'll be fine and the girl the kids are like no but we can't go back to town the trees are going to keep us prisoner because we're in the their forest we're not allowed to be here um and tom and mary are just like Guys, it's okay y'all are crazy go to sleep we'll be it'll we'll be, be fine right. <laughs> so they they wake up the next morning to this crazy sound these crazy sounds and it turns out to be the fucking trees so the trees have come to life and are yelling we told at them you again. we told you 
And <laughs> Tom and Mary are just like, whoa, trees. It's okay. Just take us, like, whoever's land we're on, we'll apologize to them. Take us to wherever we need to go, to whoever we need to talk to, and we will sort it out. So they're like, okay, we'll take you to the toy maker. So they take them to the toy maker. And he lives in this huge, beautiful factory that looks like it's made out of gingerbread. Okay. Like this huge gingerbread castle. And they all get there and they're just waiting like on the outside, like looking into the windows. And then there's this huge, like fucking 10 minute scene, seriously, where the kids and Mary and everybody like were not involved at all. Where we find out about the toy maker and his apprentice. So the toy maker is played by Ed Wynn. Who yeah. You should know that name if you have any idea about Disney at all. He plays the if Mad you Hatter. Do not kindly fuck off and watch Mary Poppins <laughs> and Alice yes. Wonderland. And then come back and we'll have this discussion. But if you don't know this guy, fuck out of here. <laughs> Emma's having a drunk moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, drunk me is so triggered if you don't know who the fuck this Emma, guy Emma, is. Emma, it's not any of us. It's okay. I know. Take it. Take it. Um, take it anyways, <laughs> like I was saying, Edwin is the voice of the Mad Hatter, and he's also Bert's <laughs> uncle in mary poppins he was the dude that gets stuck on the ceiling with them yeah for laughing he was used in many many different uh disney movies and he is usually very hilarious he was um the original uh absent absent-minded professor he was like the original flubber doctor like he was in a ton of movies um of the live action movies that disney did in the 60s Anyways, so this guy is a toy maker and he plays what Edwin always plays, which is eccentric as fuck. Yep. And, yep. And this is where it gets kind of weird and sort of, I mean, Christmassy, I guess. Um, Christmas adjacent. Christmas adjacent, yes. So his title, <laughs> his title in the movie, his name in the movie is Toy Maker, but be, for this to be like a Christmas film, we're going to say that he's Santa. Like, that's what's implied by where he lives and what he does and all these things. So he is just, I don't know, off his fucking rocker, right? And he's trying to build toys and he is sucking. And his apprentice is crushing it. He makes this big giant machine that assembles, like it's basically assembly line. Like you press in the buttons on a computer what you want what toy you want and it just pops it out on the other end like fucking magic okay so the kid is like hey here's this toy here's this toy here's this toy it's fucking great and the toy maker is like oh but you forget i'm the head toy maker so i have to be in charge so he starts pressing buttons willy-nilly and breaks this dude's fucking machine this goes on to happen fucking like three times in this film where yeah, this uh, is this is where like i got lost and started falling asleep yeah apprentice oh, yeah. dude like <laughs> makes these amazing inventions and toy maker dude just immediately destroys them because i'm the head toy maker and you don't deserve to do this because you're just an apprentice and the guy's like no bro but it's like really delicate maybe don't touch it 
(laughs) (laughs) Poor apprentice guy. So the toy maker inventions were fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep. So the toy maker destroys this guy's machine. Um, and Grumio, his apprentice, is just super sad and depressed and upset. And the toy maker also gets upset and freaks out on him, tells him to go to his room, like you're in trouble because your machine sucked or whatever. And He's like, fuck, we're never going to get rid. We're never going to be able to get through all the toys we need to get through. We need to make because it's fucking October and we won't have everything ready by Christmas. Like, shit, what are we going to do? So at this point, finally, after a 10 minute, like, what the fuck is going on at the toy store or toy factory thing? um, Tom and Mary and all the kids from the forest come in and they present themselves to the toy maker and they're explaining, yeah, the trees captured us because we were on your land. We just (laughs) apologize and blah, 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 blah. And the toy maker is like, it's cool. It's cool. Like, it's fine. Of course you should come here because I'm the mayor and this is my place and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, cool. Can we like leave? And he's like, uh, yeah, just like stay the night and then you can leave or whatever. And then he starts telling them about the toys and the, the adults and the kids are like, but toy maker, like we can help you. There's, you know, more hands makes less work. Right. So we can make this happen and just tell us what to do. Tell us where to go, what, what you need. And he tries to resist and be like, no, but the kids can't help because these are, we're making toys for the kids. And the kids are like, dude, let us fucking help. It's cool. So they start to help and they're, they work like all day. um, And they finish up with their one, their day of work. And then they, the kids go to bed and Mary and Tom are working. And we find out that Barnaby and the two goons have followed them across the forest of no return and to the toy maker's factory. And the trees had no fucks to give for them being on the land. Not even. No, let's let's attack these children. But this shady ass motherfucker, he can just waltz right on by. Whatever trees, whatever. So his plan is to basically roll up on Mary and Tom, uh, kill Tom, and take Mary to be his wife. And as he starts to sneak in to, to the toy maker's like little room, because his room, his window was the one that was open, um, Grumio pops up and he's like, Professor, Professor, wake up, like, or toy maker, wake up, like, check out my new invention, check out my new invention, and shows him his awesome new invention which is a ray gun thing that makes things shrink so he's like we don't have to make toys we don't have to make a bunch of toys like we could just do this let me show you and he points it at like a chair and it turns a regular chair into a doll chair and then he turns his bed into a doll bed and after this moment um tom is trying to be like but but dude, like we can't, you can't do that. Like, you don't see the problem with that. 
And the toy maker is like, oh, but I'm the head toy maker. Like, give me the gun. And everyone, <laughs> once he has his hands on the gun, everyone's like, dude, don't fucking point that shit at me. You're garbage. <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> everyone yeah. knows. Like, don't shoot me. Accidentally shoot me. So Grumio mentions um, that if you shrink something twice, if you point this at something that's already been shrunk once, it will completely disappear from existence. So that's the handy. toy maker is like, that's crazy. Holy shit. So he points it at his bookcase and his bookcase gets all small and he's super excited. He's like, yes, this is going to solve all the problems. We're going to be able to make tons of toys really quick. And then Tom finally is like busting and he's like, look, but where are we going to get all the regularly sized furniture <laughs> and toys to shrink down? And Grumio and the toy maker are like, huh? Buzzkill. That's a really good fucking point, Tom. <laughs> Damn it. So the toy maker like gets mad at Grumia, sends him to his room again. And everyone's like, okay, it's fucking time for bed. Like, let's go to bed. Again. Yeah, for, uh, let's go back yep. to bed. So the toy maker tries to go back to sleep. And Barnaby has heard all of this and is like, oh fuck. I'm going to take that shrink rate and I'm going to point it at Tom twice and make that bitch evaporate. Like <laughs> done. Then I don't got to worry about it. Mary will definitely like marry me after that because Tom will be no more. I won't have to even fucking think about it anymore. So he sneaks into the house. He gets the shrink done. He shrinks the toy maker first and the toy maker like goes back to bed in his teeny tiny bed that got shrunk earlier. Um, <laughs> then he shrinks Tom and he decides that he is going to marry Mary. He's like, Mary, if you don't marry me right now, sorry, that's a lot of that word. I will double shrink Tom and just kill him. And she's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. I will. I'll do it. I'll get married to you. Fine. Let's do it. So he makes the toy maker marry them. As as mayor of the town. <laughs> yeah, as as mayor, mayor of the town. So in the middle of their wedding, um, the toy maker is intentionally making this go way longer than it needs to because he's trying to give Tom time to figure out what the fuck to do. So tiny Tom has run to the room where they were building all the toys earlier and he enlists the help of all of the toy soldiers and all of the toys that are capable of helping battle this grown ass dude <laughs> in this wedding scene so the toy maker asks does anyone object to this wedding and tom rolls in and he's like me right here i do fuck barnaby and he plays on a bugle and all of the little soldiers come out and start firing at Barnaby and they're hitting him with like little balls and shit. And this whole big battle scene, like Barnaby is fucking all this shit up. And, and he has he, a teeny tiny uh, cannon toy that he's yeah, like, little, shooting everything <laughs> with. Yeah, little cannon toys. <laughs> <laughs> and Barnaby is like, this is fucking stupid. Like these toys ain't shit. Don't got shit on me. So he's like stomping them all out. He breaks all the toys again. 
note that they just built all this shit uh, for the second time. Yep. <laughs> and Tom is down to like his lap. Like he's the only one standing. He's got like a sword. He's trying to battle his thing against this grown man. And Mary sees him in trouble and she picks up a little cannon toy and shoots it at Barnaby right as he's about to shoot Tom with the the shrink ray gun again. And she breaks the little formula, the liquid formula that's in the gun and a big gas like bubble of the stuff comes out and it shrinks Barnaby. Then Barnaby and Tom have a badass sword fight all throughout these like toys, this like carnage of toys. And Tom ends up stabbing Barnaby with his toy sword into like a present box and he wins. Hooray! <laughs> then, the harmonious yay that just so much. And then that was uh, so Romeo comes in and he's like, Professor, Professor, I've got it. You like, Again. I've got my next invention. Like, cool, check it out, check it out. And he's like, where the fuck are you, toy maker? Um, and he's like, bro, I'm down here. I'm little. Like, like yeah. Got, he's like, oh, well, you dude. definitely need my new invention. <laughs> it's the opposite of my shrink ray. It's the build build again ray or whatever the fuck he called it. I don't remember. <laughs> build back better ray. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a fix it ray or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> But Grumio shoots the toy maker, makes him normal size, shoots Tom, Sorry, I broke makes Emma. him normal size, um, shoots the two bad guys and makes them normal size because they they both decided, no, nah, we're not but killing Tom. We're fucking out and he shrunk them earlier in the fight. <laughs> so everyone goes back to normal except for Barnaby. They never really talk about what the fuck happened. No, he's here. just apparently dead in a present box. They left him there like a fucking dead rodent, and they're just like, "Don't open that box. Just yeah, don't open." Okay. Barnaby Plot got hole. fucked. Plot hole. Barnaby got <laughs> yeah. fucked. Yes, yeah. in the story. So, so Grumio like makes everybody big again, and then the kids wake up. They did this fight did not wake them up at all. Nah. But now. <laughs> everyone's back to normal size the kids wake up and they're like fuck yeah what happened to all the toys meh fuck it and they go back to mother goose land okay they go back to mother goose village and when they get there guess what it's christmas and mary and tom are getting married yay they come out of the church they're in their beautiful like christmas wedding gear um and they sing a song and they get on a fucking carriage and drive away and that's the end and then the curtain this closed. is literally the only only draw to christmas that babes in toyland is yeah it's their wedding on christmas good job guys and the toy maker like it's it's meant to be santa's village ish like he's making toys for all the kids and he has to be done by christmas but he's not santa and there is no santa like I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. This movie's fucking weird, guys. There's a lot of plot holes. It's fucking weird, bud, and you're fucking weird, bud. <laughs> this this is why I wanted to do the 80s one. Yeah. <laughs> there is an 80s version um of this film. I have not seen it in probably 30 years. 
So I could not tell you if it's better or worse, uh, but it does start Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves in it. You know it's going to be better than what this garbage fire. Was. I mean, maybe this Keanu is like, Reeves himself looks better than this garbage. Well, this is Keanu Reeves, and he was like eighteen, maybe. So who knows if it's actually better? I don't know. I. I, don't know. I I will submit it is because I'm pretty sure I watched that one way more than this one. I was like, I was going through this like I'm pretty sure I've watched this movie, but none of it sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we get into favorite characters, I just want to list off a couple of the cast members <sighs> because a lot of the yep. people in this cast were really famous at the time that this movie came out. Um, so Barnaby, the main villain that's played by Ray Bolger, who was also the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Um, what? Yep. Okay. Wow. Mary Contrary, Mary Contrary is played by the original Disney diva starlet, Annette Funicello. She was from oh. the original Mickey Mouse Club and then went on to star in like 40 Disney movies. Jesus uh, Christ almighty. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Um, <laughs> Tom Piper uh, was also very famous. He was a teen idol uh, in the 50s and 60s. So, you know. As um, was I, I mean. Just like an <laughs> FNHL. And then uh, Edwin, we already talked about him, of course, very famous. And then the guy who played Grumio the assistant Apprentice. inventor yeah. um, was played by Tommy Kirk. Um, you might not recognize his name just by Tommy Kirk, but he is the boy from Old Yeller. So very famous at the time for his portrayal wow. in Old Yeller. He was also in The Shaggy Dog and Swiss Family Robinson, The Absent-Minded Professor. He was in a ton of stuff and like the Beach Party series. He was in all of that stuff. His fucking IMDb is impressive as fuck. Yeah, it's it's very impressive. It's a lot. It's so deep. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm sure a bunch of these kids like went on to like were in a bunch of different things, but who knows because I didn't look any of them up and they didn't <laughs> they weren't recognizable from the jump for me. So, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Sarah, who was your favorite character in Babes in Toyland? Fucking none of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> God, that's hard. Um, uh, if we're well, before we get to that, if we're going fun facts too, there was another version of this in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the March of the Toy Soldiers, and the two bad guys. The I'm assuming they're supposed to be like Spanish because they have like Spanish sounding names, but they were played by white dudes. Um, but in the 30s version, they're played by Laurel and Hardy. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. Everything past that is like trying to duplicate. Laurel Which actually and makes Hardy. a lot of sense why one of them yeah. was completely silent in this film. Yes. Yeah. So, and then the other dude was, you know, wearing a fat suit because he had to fall into that part. So it was like really weird when they like hit him and you could see his fat suit moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So my favorite character uh, I might have to go with Grumio because he was like the only competent one even though he kept getting scolded and sent to his room yeah <laughs> but you know he actually made stuff that worked and he was trying to help the situation just kept getting batted down for all of his efforts yeah 
I don't know where Emma went. Emma, I'm right, right here. There. Okay. <laughs> who's your okay. favorite? Who's your favorite character? Sully or Sylvester? The, the fucking goose. goose. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and preface this with: I have never seen this movie. I have played as a pianist countless countless fucking arrangements countless fucking arrangements of toyland toyland yeah countless fucking arrangements of this it's song. A good song it's a great fucking song and i was like oh it came from babes in toyland and then we talked about doing this movie and i was like what the fuck <laughs> but literally the only fucking person that I could relate to the most was that goddamn puppet goose. Yeah. <laughs> he was just calling it like it is, and everyone was just like, shut he up, really Sylvester! His, shut up! His humor was so me. Like, <laughs> inappropriate comments at the inappropriate time <laughs> is more me than I know how to explain on this podcast. So, <laughs> Sylvester, or Sully, as he says his friends call him. Or um, silly. Exactly, silly. That's 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 my favorite character. He was so fucking dumb. <laughs> so ridiculous. And he had the one-liners and the quips, and it was it was perfect. Everybody else, I was like, I can't quite pin where your character is coming from. <laughs> I'm not sure whether to root or boot your character. Yeah. I'm going to go with a goose. Katie, how about My you? My favorite character was related to Sylvester, but I loved Mother Goose. <laughs> she was in the background of every scene in that village, and she was doing the most. She, like, ran whatever nursery that Mary was living at. Yep. I don't, I don't yep. know. I really liked her character. She was trying to help out as much as she could, but she's just an old lady, like, with a goose stuck to her hand. So, yep. yeah. All right. Uh, least favorite character, Sarah. Mm. <laughs> Man, the list is very long. Um, I think I'm, I, since they're like, I'm going to go with the duo. Like, I feel like they're one character because they were never apart, but the, the bad guy duo. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they had more screen time than I thought was necessary. Like they were minor characters and they got to be in like five songs. Um, so they think they like, they put more attention into them and developing them than any of the good guys. Like literally not a single good guy gets enough development. You kind of get it a little bit with Mary and her budget song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that song was so out of fucking place. It Can was that song be an, an a least favorite character, right? Like, <laughs> the song where she can't do math. That song, I was like, okay. To be in all honesty, to be fair, I feel this song so hard. Yeah, like, like I, I really fucking do. Yeah, I really was. do. But like, who the fuck are you? You're in a town of fairy tale critters. And you're fucking like, do I marry this guy or do I marry this guy with a lot of money? Like, get the fuck out of here. Who are you? 
She's being yeah. a realist. The the price of exactly. milk and but eggs. I heard that that's a possibility that she yeah. could do that. The, the price of milk and eggs is going up every day, so we need to cut out our frivolous expenses like cake. Yeah. Right? Or just buy a few more eggs and make your own cake. <laughs> Same right. though. I was like, what the fuck is this? Christ. Yeah, that song was, was so weird. Yep. yep. I, I sat through maybe 45 seconds of it and then I skipped forward because I'm like, what the shit is this song? Yeah, it got weird when she like doubled like <laughs> Oh yeah, she had all her little bits. It was a it was a, a double was like moment. Five of them together yes. and they were like morphing into one and then dismorphing and yep. multiplying. And I was like, I should be high for this. I know what I missed the, happening? the drugs. I am yeah. I am not inebriated nor possessed enough for this to make sense that there are now five of you. Yeah talking to each other <laughs> i have questions yep i like that song yeah. because it was about math but i didn't like that song because it implied that women are not good at math yes which exactly is i fucking love math <laughs> and i was like how do you not get six x equals this like do, right. we, need to, do we need to have a conversation okay. but also like, back up a sec she's talking about her her monthly expenses like what are you doing algebra for it's just addition and subtraction <laughs> same i was like you know a budget is not an algebraic expression like a budget is literally here's what you make in the month here's your expenses the end minus 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 done yeah like this does not need to be an algebraic expression that we're but it is though well something but it yeah. is though because she's budgeting she's budgeting for food she's trying to figure out food for this many people she's trying to figure out okay well i've got six mouths to feed how many fucking eggs do i need how much is the price of an egg now yeah. i multiply it by six that's how much money i need yeah and There's i mean at that point, like there was, it was such a mix, but like at the same point, you think of budgets as you would see a budget is what you would make in a month guaranteed. But then you think about Mary, quite contrary, and her not necessarily consistent income. I mean, I can see your point, Katie, that that would be like a, that could be an unknown for the month and that would be the 6x or yeah, whatever yeah. but like it was so much that i'm like why are we turning this song into math right now <laughs> yeah like this is christmas bitch wrap your shit and move on like we're not talking about math on christmas break let's be real so your least favorite but. character was the song <laughs> no my least favorite character was barnaby because that guy was way too covered in hair product and garbage <laughs> that i was like you're a piece of shit i don't care how much you try to justify your need for this woman your need for this situation you are such a skeevy piece of shit that i just like it wasn't I, an it wasn't a need for the woman. He in his little song he says that whoever marries Mary gets her dowry and she's got a hefty sum of money coming to her. And that's what I'm saying. That's like, it. It wasn't anything y'all else. Y'all need to be y'all need to fuck off Mary at this point. Like but like how did he know that and she doesn't? Right? 
You know, he knows fuck. that she's got some too inheritance. Many holes, too many problems. Too many. <laughs> fuck Barnaby. That yep. The problem. Shit. The problem here is with the concept of dowries as a whole. Right. Yes. <laughs> a woman is not more worth more than a man, and a man is not worth more than a woman. Bless me. If that man has not worked more than that woman, and that woman has not worked more than that man. A person is worth what they're worth, and that is not your objective to try to get via marrying this person. Yeah. Learn your shit. Figure it out. Get over it. Get your finger out of your ass. This ain't it, man. (laughs) No. Well, and I'm not like I got maybe it was just me reading into the skeevy vibes, but I'm like, what's going to happen after you get her money? Like, are you going to? off her something too like what i'm not the only person that saw this shit okay thank god because i was like what are you gonna do now kill her what are you gonna do now he's gonna hire those same stupid idiots to go kill her now exactly she's got debt you want money she's trying to pay off her debt you want money the problem is you pull the trigger you cause this problem you may get literally nothing of what you're expecting because of her debt has to be paid off first. Like, do you understand the process of how this works? Obviously not. You're like, oh, this bitch has dollar signs next to her name. But you literally don't understand anything. Like, yeah. fuck out of here. Who the fuck are you? Not today, Satan. No. Christmas, <laughs> yeah. my ass. Get out of here. Okay, so my least favorite character um, was easily the toy maker because yeah. <laughs> that dude is an idiot um <laughs> like edwin is a disney legend and he is deserves to be like he's done some cool shit for disney uh this ain't it chief no nope. nope, this ain't it um <laughs> i don't really i don't know i can't really get behind like characters that are just fucking incompetent and he tends to play really incompetent characters in movies like for a long time he was just this bumbling idiot and like if you play that character once okay sure but it's every character like why and the fact that none of these other grown ass adults in this movie, there were literally three of them, Grumio and Tom and Mary, all watching this fool consistently wreck Grumio's fucking work and ruin things. Nobody said yeah. shit to him. Like, yeah. no. he immediately was like, oh, well, I'm the head toy maker. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Oh, look, your whole fucking room exploded. You suck. Go to your room. <laughs> your fault. That <laughs> was so unfortunate. Like, Grumio came up with an incredible invention. Yeah. It made times. the most beautiful toy. Incredible. And he overloaded it. And then when it blew up in his face because he fucked it up, he's like, go invent something to destroy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And then he comes in here with that shrink ray and he's like, okay, oh, but, that's pretty bitching, but also. But oh. I'm the head toy maker. Like, yeah. Let, let me, me do this. Do and everyone is like, no, but you're a bumbling idiot. You're going to kill somebody. Don't. 100%. <laughs> like, every word that he said, I was like, who the fuck 
are you? Yeah, no, the toy maker the was easily my you? least favorite character. Like, dude yeah. sucked. Yeah, that was not it. If you're going to be Santa Claus, don't be a dick. Yeah. This is the prime example of how not to be Santa. All right. Uh, seven word synopsis. I'll go first. I've only got one. It is a uh, what the fuck was <laughs> even this plot? <laughs> this shit was all over the place it had nothing to do with christmas like th- what what did i just watch uh sarah i actually don't have one because i well like i said before i slept through half of the movie so <laughs> uh it could be something about just like christmas movie how about sleep inducing <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All right, Emma. <laughs> okay. And here's something old and ugly too. Because sorry, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Beautifully costumed storybook song and dance showcase. Because honestly, like we mentioned at the beginning of this, the storyline makes no sense. The storyline is fucking pointless. The music is gold. The costumes are incredible. Yeah. The dancing is beautiful. The performances are absolutely spot on. Yeah. So if you're going to pull anything from that, it's that. And then my alliterative is splendidly scored signature storyland stocked by Schemer. Nice. Solid. Yeah. Because the music was absolute gold. The storyline was absolute shit. Yeah. But it's all the stereotypical storybook characters that you know from growing up. You know, it's Jack Horner. It's jumps over the candlestick. It's little Bo Peep. It's mother whatever in the shoe. It's all the things. Yeah. All right. So this movie came out in, oh my gosh, fucking computer. 61. Came out December 14th. 1961. Woohoo. What do you think the budget was, Sarah? Um, well, it's Disney and it's prime, so <laughs> I'm gonna say 10 million. Emma? $16 dues. All right. Actual price of this movie, three million dollars. Fuck! How did they make it for that cheap? <laughs> I don't understand. It was rent, in they, one studio. Yeah, they rented they, all one the costumes. Studio. They didn't fucking film that shit on location. Who no, of course that? not. But the costumes alone would have cost like $3 million. So You're fucking telling me. <laughs> Little yeah. Miss Mary Contrary's costumes alone. Yeah. yeah. Right now would have cost like a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, I decided at the end of this movie that I need to get one of those Christmas capes that she was wearing that they also wear at the end of uh, white christmas i need uh-huh. one <laughs> okay so sidebar when micah and i were planning our wedding i told him i want to get married in november because i've always dreamed of wearing a beautiful wedding gown with a snow white like winter cape yeah and then we fucking got married the end of may who the fuck does that <laughs> like 
I'm gonna need one of those Christmas capes just for solidarity and just for fun. Yeah, needed one. Yeah, I want a Christmas cape Either. just to have. Like, yeah, that shit was dope. Yikes! <laughs> so I'm gonna um have you make me one. Okay, let's go. Let's go. I can sew, sort of, but not like Sarah. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna commission you to make me one. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. All right, what do you guys think the box office for this movie was? Well, how how much people love it? It had to make like a bajillion dollars. Because <laughs> um, everyone that I feel like is older than us, really, but everyone loves this movie. They must have all just destroyed it in their childhood to have this many attached memories. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with like 60 million. All right, Emma. I said 42 drollery dues. Fordery two, Fordery okay. two. I apologize, <laughs> all of you out there in Allentown land. I've been drinking. Fordery two is as good as like Fordery two. Right it's fine. So y'all are like super <laughs> duper way off. This movie uh, only made four point six million dollars. Who the fuck? Yeah, and it's listed as uh, money from U.S. and Canada rentals. So. Was this one of those straight-to-home videos? I, I guess. Y'all done <laughs> I have no idea. Up. Y'all done fucked up. Because I know the 80s one was a, a straight-to-home video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So so why I do people love this movie so much? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one other fun fact for this film. Um, the only thing from this film that has remained as kind of a disney staple like you would think it'd be the music because it was beautiful or the costumes or whatever um but none of that really stuck around um the one thing that everyone kind of agreed at disney to like take from this movie and keep was actually the toy soldiers that fight at the end so every year at disneyland and disney world and all of the disney parks they have a christmas parade it's like a holiday themed parade and it is led by a brass band uh a brass and drum band of toy soldiers and the model that the toy soldiers are or the look that those toy soldiers are specifically modeled after are the toy soldiers from babes in toyland so that's like the only thing that lasted out of this film (laughs) yeah and kept its like disney thing so do y'all have anything else to say about babes in toyland skip it (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah yeah (laughs) it's um it's a hot mess it is yeah it is a choice and you know (laughs) the whole gypsy thing yeah not cool didn't age well did not it did not no girls can't do math oh we have these, this whole stereotype of a people yikes in here yikes tom wasn't much better he was the the vapid teenage heartthrob i look pretty like, and i tom only had like three lines in this whole right? film and he did like none of them had to do with anything it was all just about how much he loved mary yep like that's cool but are you just an idiot? Like, yeah, pretty much not have other words. Yep. 
That's what I said. They've, they built more time into developing the bad guys than anyone else. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. But the music is great. Just download the soundtrack and listen to it. You'll be fine. You don't need, yeah. you don't need to watch this movie. Agreed. All right. So if you have anything to say about Babes in Toyland, like you love this movie, how dare we just blast it, or you hate this movie, thank God we're blasting it, whatever, let us know. <laughs> uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Allentown Pod. You can email us at AllentownPresents at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook at Allentown Presents. So that wraps up today's episode. It's the 22nd, guys. That means you literally have like two days left to go shopping. Two, three days, depending on when you open presents and shit. So yeah. if you have not done your shopping, um, you just ain't doing shopping. I hope shopping. your cookie yeah. recipe is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. because... Make some cookies because you don't have time to do anything else. No, nope. Y'all, I have questions or... <laughs> You know, suggestions. Whatever you need, y'all should have been like 10 days ahead of where we are. So Yes. All right. So we will see you again tomorrow for the 23rd episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. Thanks for hanging out with us and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Toots.